This is Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and I'm inviting everyone to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the Kicking Lawyer fan page on Facebook for Law Talk Live, where we discuss business, politics, current events, and the law. If you miss the live version, you can watch the playback on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcast platform. Jerry makes the kicking lawyer. We're live for another law talk. This is to be a Valentine's special. I'm trying to get it shared to this page. As always, I want to remind you guys, if you haven't already, to please like, follow, subscribe to us across platforms. It's on all podcast platforms. We're on all social media, all that good stuff. So you can uh, you can check us out. Lots of good information. We're on TikTok. The TikTok uh, is. Uh, we got pretty good following on the TikTok. Is some the camera straightened up for TikTok. Oh, thank you for the TikTok. There's uh, good information over there. Anyway, check us out on TikTok. There we go. There's TikTok. And then an important thing today, if you haven't already, you can go wherever you listen to music and download the full album now. So Wonder Girl was the single that NA the band released. Well, now the full album is out. You can download it today for free. So go to Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your music at. And download that video. Uh, I'm download their their music. And I want to thank Michelle Allen, who's a longtime sponsor of the show. She's also great in the area. If you need help with anything business wise, she'd be glad to help you out. But she is the local cry like realtor. And uh, Mason's High Octane Martial Arts is relocating in less than two weeks to a new, bigger, the biggest location ever. It's been open since '93. We're glad to help you out with some martial arts training at Mason'sMartialArts.com. And the Cellar Restaurant Prohibition Bar booked up tonight. So if you wanted to go, great, but you can't go tonight. It's sold out because it's uh, Valentine's. Uh, but anyway, the cellar is uh, opens at 4 p.m. every day, located off the square here in Covington. We'd be glad to see you at the cellar. And, of course, Josh would be glad to help you at Masonite Digital Marketing with whatever you got going, whether you're doing social media, website design, podcasts, commercials. He can help you with all that stuff. So just visit MasoniteMarketing.com. So today I have a, a very special guest that Josh decided was good for this theme because of what today is it's my lovely bride madeline how are you madeline i don't know how i got talked into doing this the second time <laughs> well you know the first one you did actually had pretty good views on people seem to, oh, to be interested i think they probably thought you were going to dog on me and stuff so not usually yeah well it's valentine's day to. so i guess you could do that now if you want to well, you've got to be sweet on valentine's day well I, I i the guys do i don't know if the the ladies you probably would have said if it's not necessary not. so so how was your day it was good I work today. And you got uh, special surprises, even oh, yeah. though you said That's no surprises. <laughs> My sweet husband got me a beautiful flower arrangement for Valentine's Day. Thank you, baby. Yeah, you're welcome. And it delivered to work and everything. You're Let's welcome. Let's talk about that. Because I want, I want to know, because I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell a, sec- a woman's secret to the men. Mm-hmm. Like, I know everyone thinks it's real romantic to get the flowers delivered at work. It's really a pain in the rear end. Because you have to get the flowers home. And not only did you have to get the flowers home, but usually you have to go somewhere to pick the flowers up and then talk to somebody about the flowers for 20 to 30 minutes. And then you have to transport them. And they're full of water. The flowers are always full of water. So you have to make one or two decisions. You have to drain the water and hope that you can figure out how to fill the water back up when you get to your house. Or you have to know that you're committing to a sloshy mess either on you or in your car for the ride home. It's one or the other. Yeah, but I thought that that was kind of the point. 
is that ladies liked, they say they don't, but they want other people to see that they have someone, a beau, that is, is interested in them, or beauette, I guess. Maybe young people, I don't know. Oh, so is there, is there a certain age or time in relationship that you're saying uh, eliminates the value of delivery? I think so. Oh, well, see, I feel like that's a trick, though. I feel like you're saying that, and then the next holiday or birthday or whatever that we have, and I don't send something, I'm going to get... I'm you do not care first. about no. that other people get it and you no. don't feel left out, or maybe maybe it is an insecure young person thing. Yeah, you've always been really nice with, with gener- or really generous with gifts like that, but yeah, no, I don't care. Okay. All right. It's on record now, so I guess we can use that. Uh, as far as the gifts... Like, we just had our anniversary, mm-hmm. right? And, I mean, obviously, I think that's kind of important between two people. And then, you know, you got birthdays and Christmases and all that. But what do you think about Valentine's now as a woman? Like, do you feel like it's – I'll just – well, here's what I'm asking. As a guy, I feel like it's all commercial. Oh, I feel like it's for kids. For kids? Yeah. Okay. I just feel like it's another commercial thing to motivate you to spend money. and. As a parent, I feel like I have to give my kids something on Valentine's Day. I don't feel obligated to get you something on Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, I don't I, – I guess, again, maybe this is a sexist statement, but uh, I, I just don't feel like it's about the guys. I feel like it's about the ladies or, or your love, whoever that is, yeah. guy or girl, I guess. But I don't ex- ever expect anything on Valentine's. Like today, the staff got stuff except Josh. Because he's a guy, I was like, I'm not sending him flowers or candy. Oh, or I'm really, I'm gonna lose sleep tonight over the yeah. fact that I didn't get any flowers <laughs> today. Well, I love you anyway. Gotta, I'm sorry. Gonna lose all the sleep over it. Let me tell you. Well, let's talk about other stuff we got going because I'm sure. Uh, by the way, if anybody's watching, if you have any questions that you want to get dirt on me, I'm sure Madeline would be glad to answer them. Um, but you know. Some of the questions that I get from people, because you're not as uh, loud and obnoxious as I am, you know, you don't go to somebody's got to be the other half of that coin tooting your own horn, yeah. But you're a um, essential component in uh, all the things that I try to do, and I mean, you're it's a it's a fifty fifty split. Sometimes sometimes you're doing more than that, sixty seventy eighty percent of it. So. Uh, what do you think in all the what, – what do you think? What would you say to folks that ask how we do with the, these businesses and things that we have and why we would do those and what do you think? How or why? Um, well, how is you have to be good at time management. You have to plan your work. like, And then you have to uh, be realistic with your work too. Like I used to be – I would use, I used to would get really upset if I couldn't finish all my tasks for the day, if I didn't complete my whole checklist. If, And I've had many jobs now where your list is never finished. Like when you have a bunch of businesses, you start thinking in the future instead of today. And so your checklist looks different. So I think it's a shift in like your perception, a shift in like how you prioritize things and how you time manage things. But um, that's really how we do it. And then communicate with each other because we have to kind of know where we're both at and what we're doing so that we don't double dip and try to step on each other's toes and let's both work on something at the same time. But I think we do pretty good at that. We kind of have our own lanes we stay in when it comes to stuff. Well, I think, you know, you and I have been married 14 years. Is that right? I got it right. <laughs> We've been married 14 years. And uh, I think that, you know, I think relate. You and I have talked about this. Relationships evolve. You know, like we were just talking about this. Well, I was kind of hinting at it yesterday. It was something you were watching, where it was talking about the. 
Oh, it was that Pamela Anderson uh, uh, documentary. Oh, yeah. And she was talking about how there's the two types of love and that, you know, basically one of the loves hot, passionate and all that, and it's not sustainable. And then the other one is the more long-term, endearing love, I guess. And, I mean, I think that you can have bits of both types along the way. But I do think that there are stages. And I think that as couples, you have to, especially to last a minute, you know, you have to work together through those different stages. And so, like, I feel like we're at a position now where I think we trust each other. Um, we don't, you know, there's not really, you, I think pretty much everything's transparent, whether it be money or phones or any of that kind of stuff. I think that helps. And then I think we also get to know each other so well that you kind of know the other strengths and weaknesses. You know, just like we were talking about yesterday, you were telling me how, you, well, you were just telling me one of my weaknesses. And I was like, well, that's right. <laughs> You're probably correct. And, and I think you get to a point to where you you don't take necessarily offense to it, but you learn that that's kind of how a team works. Is... Well, but I was only pointing that weakness out because you asked me to. Like, you were going over. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't I wasn't and... inferring. You were just saying, dogging you. you suck. That's, that's yeah. not what I was inferring. Yeah, no, we were discussing a way forward on an issue and how to handle that issue. And you were giving me your opinion on uh, that the the way that I was. And I agree with you. It was it was an issue that's going to require some um, uh, finesse. Finesse, and I'm well. I, I've I've told this before, uh, at least to people, that I view myself more as the hammer, not necessarily the hand that wields the hammer. So as I, especially as we've grown with businesses, I've had to learn to be more of the hand that's maneuvering the hammer, hammer, and not just the hammer. But a lot of times when I'm challenged, I tend to be more. Uh, I don't want to say brute force, but it's more direct. Bulldog. Yeah, more direct. Yeah. It's no, there's no no hidden agenda, no indirect. It's look, this is what we're dealing with. Uh, anyway, and that particular thing we were talking about is going to require a little, a little uh, finesse that maybe I don't have. But that's again why I think we work well together on that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. What do you think about? What would you tell other couples that are debating doing business together? Like, what would be a tip for you to them? Because you know we've had ups and downs in the businesses here's what i would say where you work right now if your husband came to work with you every day and sat beside you and told you how to do your job would you be okay with it and if the answer is no you probably don't need to go into business with your husband i don't think i tell you how to do your job um that's part of most of the discussion <laughs> i don't I just don't i don't know that i agree with that i mean i think we uh I, again, as I just said, we, we've talked about this too. The way we sort of communicate things, I think, is different. I'm very confrontational in discussing differences of opinion, but I don't view that as you're wrong. It's a, it's, I'm pursuing the truth, and the only way to get to the truth is argue. And I don't mean argue in a negative way, but I have to advocate my position and then I always expect the other side will do theirs too. But I think sometimes because you're a little more passive on that than me, you feel like I'm lecturing you. Yeah. Because you're lecturing me. It's okay. I love you. But do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. You you need to hear the thoughts out, like speak them out to get to like understanding. Well, but I do that hoping that you'll then give me pushback on whatever those thoughts are you don't agree with, not that I'm automatically right. I do most of the time. Sometimes, yes. Uh, I, 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 uh, I, don't, I don't disagree that sometimes we're able to meet middle ground. But, 
like on the martial arts school, you know, it's a little different on some areas. Well, sometimes, I mean, we're not going to agree about everything. We're going to have to, we agree to disagree a lot. Like your position on something might be one way. My position is another way. And just because we're married doesn't mean we have to think a hundred percent alike about everything. Um, like, I, I watch our kids as they're, you know, growing up and having relationships. And sometimes I look and I'm like, oh, that's cute. Cause they're like arguing about that. They don't agree about something. And it's like, they're in that infancy stage of figuring out that the person they're going to be with the rest of their life is not always going to take their side on everything. Like you'll always be there for me and you always support me on everything, but you may not necessarily agree with everything I'm saying, and that's okay. Well, so I guess we could talk a little bit about you and I. And I've told the story of how we got together before you kickboxing. I was training you, knocking me out, and all this kind of stuff uh, back years ago. You were modeling at the time and all, and all this. And you're younger than me. Anyway, so, I mean, that was kind of the getting into uh, whether we were going to have a relationship or not, after, in, in dating, and then whether or not we were going to marry, get married or whatever. But I guess what I'm getting at is if you – so and I'll tell you my answer in a second, but I guess I'll ask you first. What was the – when we were first dating where you were like, that's the guy? <laughs> like what was it? Because I mean, a lot of people are going to be like, she's an idiot. Why would she marry this guy? <laughs> but I'm just curious. What did I do that was an effective manipulation tactic to get you to marry me? You're just very kind-hearted. It's not um, – it wasn't anything I guess you were trying to do. It was things that you don't – think anybody's watching that you do you know when you help people or how you care for your kids or how you care for your parents or things like that like good home training things you can't teach people Mm -hmm. well I I don't like thinking of myself as kind-hearted but I definitely have um, I don't want to say triggers but certain things that are like, uh, I guess, my moral compass. Like, for instance, I can't... Why would you not want to be kind-hearted? Well, it's it's not that I don't want to be kind-hearted, but I don't want to be weak. Well, why is kindness weakness? Kindness is not weakness, but I think some people view it as that. And so I think I try to project... Um, it's not that it's not authentic, but I try to project strength... Not and and I'll I am I'll be nice to people. I mean you know this, but like yeah, you're right. There's some things that I may do that I may not want folks to know that I did, because I, I have this. I don't want to say image either. It all sounds very superficial, uh, but I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. So I struggle with. I don't want to. I don't know that I want to be known. Isn't that bad to say? I was gonna say I don't know if I want to be known as the kind guy. Well, I think that's just logic, though, because yeah. I mean, there, there's the reality that people will sometimes take advantage. Yeah. Of people well. Who are kind. Well, and and that's a good point, though, Josh, because like even here, the staff has seen how, uh, especially as in this area, at least this kicking lawyer thing has gotten a little more prominent. People constantly are coming in needing. Two things will happen: either they'll need money for sponsorships and stuff, which is fine. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. I, I, I have respect for people selling whatever. I mean, I may say no, but I have respect for it. Or two, they're my best friend. Like, you would not imagine how many best friends I have that come in here or cousins that have, they're all my cousin or my best <laughs> friend or all he knows me. They're just like, oh, yeah, he knows me. Just give him my, my number and he'll give me a call. I don't have to pay the consult fee. He knows me. And so I, I had to put sort of a wall up of, look, man, like, you know, I got a, I've got X number of hours in the day, and this is what I need to do in order to get to uh, to the goals that I have. I can't devote all these hours to all these best friends I have, which was is being I'm being facetious. They're 
there are people a lot of times like it was a guy come in today i don't even know who he was the staff came in they're like hey he left his name and number and said you would know him i have no idea who the guy is well i mean i think i think as a woman it's important that you can set boundaries which is kind of what you're talking about making sure that you have you know you know what your boundaries are and you know what you're willing to accept when it comes to your boundaries and you're okay with telling people no i think that's a something you have to learn if you're going to be a woman in business because you will have people take advantage of you but I don't think that kindness is weakness when it comes to business like a lot of the customers that we've gotten in our businesses is because we know people that we've been kind to and that kind of permeates the community you know I think I think to be a strong leader a strong female leader you have to know when to be firm and when not to be firm and you have to know that it's okay to show kindness but it's also okay to say no to people if you know they're taking advantage of you yeah well and i I even struggle with the telling people no Mm -hmm. you know i was just talking to another uh friend of ours ed josh's best friend and uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) and and i was telling him how uh he's wanting me to take on this sort of leadership position on this thing and i was like look man I got so much going and I was telling him how, look, I'm really trying to tell people no. And it was inferring like I was going to tell him no on this. And he was like, well, I just told two people no too. <laughs> so I mean, it, is, <laughs> it just is what it is. When you have limited time, you got to do what you got to do. Well, and it doesn't have to be like, I think sometimes people think that kicking the can down the road will help like the no kind of take a bad taste out of somebody's mouth. You know, if I don't, if it's something I know I'm going to say no to and I, I just, I won't wait or I won't, I won't tell them no right now. I'll wait. I'll tell them no in a couple of days or something. Just tell them no. Like, if you know you're not going to do something, don't waste their time either. Just go ahead and tell them no. Um, I want to circle back to something that you brought up about being a woman in business, just because I'm an idiot guy and I'm curious your perspective on it. Um, but I did want to answer the question that I asked you. So the question I asked you was what ultimately locked me down uh, or why you, you were like, oh, yeah, I want to marry that guy uh, four, 14 years ago. And so I was, not that you care, but I would let you know why I wanted to marry you. And even though at the time, Madeline, and even today, you're one of the most beautiful, intelligent people I know. You really are. And even back then, you're beautiful, intelligent. We had good conversation. Like it wasn't just, I, I, I knew at that point as it was entering into a potential second marriage that I couldn't base it just on uh, physical stuff. You know, it had to be a relationship based on, uh, other things. And you know how, you know, I read and all this stuff and I like intellectual arguments and things like that and somebody that could hold their own with me. So I was really looking for somebody that could be my partner, you know, a a legit partner in life. Not, not that I would walk in front of them or behind them. We walk together. Right. But the one thing that ultimately sealed it, and I was like, this is it, is the way you treated the kids. That was number one is I think it's so special if you can find someone who can love someone else's children, biological children, and treat them as they are their children. And like even in talking, you talk about our kids, you know, and you, um, that's just a a huge thing to me. And I mean, there were times in, especially early on where me and their mother were still kind of struggling with where things were going to fall between the two of us, where you were really the most stable one. And so, you know, I thank you for that. And I think the kids do. And I just hope that you don't ever I don't want you to ever forget how important that is. I don't think the kids ever will, but that was a that was the reason that I realized, oh man, this is a very special person because not everybody would do that. Well, I don't know about all that, but I do know for you know more people now get divorced than not, and for people going through divorce, like it's really important that 
you pick a partner that's going to put your kids, you know, you want somebody that's going to put your kids as at the center of what they're doing, just like they would put you at the center of what they're doing. You know, you don't want, you don't want somebody that's going to neglect your kids or entice you to not be around your kids more or something. You know, the kids are going through a rough time as it is. So they come first no matter what. Yeah. Well, we end up, you know, despite my own stupidity and immaturity as a father and whatever struggles I had with their mother or even struggles you and I had along the way, I think they've ended up being they're really good kids. We've been they are really very, good kids. Let's talk blessed. about let's talk about this boy that's got this album out today. <laughs> yeah, Austin. Okay. For it's, those that don't know, I'm always bragging and put the little thing up there about NA the band. I've had them on here, right? There's the lower third on it. Well, Austin is the A, so it's Noah and Austin in the NA the band. Austin is my son, and uh, he's very talented though. I mean, you guys can go listen. It's not just me on the album, by the way. It's like half and half. Half of them, Noah's the lead. Half of them, I think Austin's the lead. They both work together writing them. Me and my partner, Brian, produced it. And uh, so, anyway, go download the band, uh, N.A. The Band's album. And uh, it's out right now on all platforms. It's called uh, Inside My Head. Yeah. And uh, they did, I think they did a really smart thing. They've got a link tree. Um, so you can go to their Facebook page and look at their link tree. Or you can go to their TikTok and look at their link tree. And it has all the ways you can download it straight from the link tree. So it takes you straight to the album if you're having trouble, like, searching Figuring it out. Yeah. And it's free. They decide, even, even though that was against my uh, direction, yeah, they I, just, I wouldn't have released it for free. Yeah, I, don't know. I think they know what they're doing. Yeah, well, I, I have an investment in it, and so I was like, I don't know about making it free, but uh, you know, hey, it's well, their you deal. Can download it. You can put it on tonight while you're, mm-hmm. you know, doing the romantic candlelight dinner with mm-hmm. the flowers. Yeah, and some of the it's got like an '80s vibe to it. I think it's very interesting. I, I, I was gonna get Josh to play some of it on it, but I don't know if he's got it. Uh, it'll it'll sound crappy because it'll oh, be coming okay. through. Well, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear bad. Yeah, it won't be uh, the digital version. But you know, if you guys are watching this, especially if you're local, uh, they are from well, Austin at least is from here. Noah is from. I want to say like, is it East Tennessee? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like Lexington or something. But it's Tennessee. They're both Tennessee boys. But uh, Noah lives here now, and then they both run Liberty Guitar and Gear, Guitars and Gear, which is located right across the street from the cellar off the square here in town. So they're just local boys trying to make it. They're very talented, but they would appreciate your support. And, I mean, all you got to do is download it. It's free. Mm-hmm. Or at least go give them a listen. So, anyway, yeah, N.A. the band. I'm excited about it, too. When we get done with this, we can listen to the whole thing a bunch of times. Not that we haven't already listened to all of them. <laughs> So, all right. Well, anything else, Madeline? That uh, what else can we talk about that uh, people might be interested about a husband and wife talking about? I didn't come with a list this time because last time I came with a list and you. Well, I tell you, I tell you something that we could talk about that I don't know if you because you're not like me. You know, I'll talk about anything. I don't care. Uh, But sometimes I think there's some views that you might not want to put out there. But you know, we're up to four unidentified flying objects that have been shot down. The UFOs. Yeah, the UFOs. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, I think the government might know what it is. I think they did come out and said, I think it was the White House officially said that there were no no evidence of aliens or extraterrestrials found, which to me is exactly what a government that found aliens or extraterrestrials would well, say. <laughs> I mean, they shot them down over bodies of water, so they had to have some kind of, you know, there was some idea of what was going on with them. I think otherwise they would have landed them. 
yeah, elsewhere. I, I don't so. know. I honestly kind of wish. Well, I think two things about it. One, uh, I wish it was aliens, and not just because that would be cool, but because if it's not, then there's some government that's or. It, it, it could be something besides be aliens. It, it could be, be a private sector person that's yeah, built something that's, that's, that's people can't that our governments aren't keeping up with. I just don't want it to end up being a World War Three with China and Russia, and all that stuff. But uh, number two, the second thing I think is it's interesting that they're focused on that when there's all these other things that they're distracting us from. Like it, the Ohio the, train. Uh, there's yeah, more than that. that. There's what two or three that have been derailed now. Yeah. Trains. But they said that that one in Ohio specifically that all that toxic chemicals mm-hmm. that they're burning off up there that it bleeds into the Mississippi River Valley, which is home to like I think over twenty something million people. And they said it's you know all full of these carcinogens that cause cancer. It's and all this uh, stuff. it's basically nuclear waste type yeah. stuff. And you even have situations of uh, what is it? Journalists are getting arrested for trying to cover the story, which I think is interesting. So yeah, we'll probably get this will be canceled. They, yeah, they'll probably they'll probably it. shut this down because we're talking. About oh well, all of our tens of dollars uh, that we make <laughs> off this thing, uh, we won't get. And then the other thing is the Epstein files were released. And nobody's talking about that. Yeah. Like, uh, that's kind of a big deal. It's got every, every, well, I shouldn't say every, quite a few high-profile politicians, actors are are on there and visited that island. I guess that, I don't know if that necessarily means they did anything, but it's still, you're definitely associating with some shadiness, I think, if you go over there. Multiple presidents. uh, I don't know. If you don't know, you don't know. I mean, somebody's like, hey, you want to come with me to an island on my private jet this weekend? Like, if you don't know, are you going to do a lot of research to figure out what that's about? Yeah, and when I mean, he once knows, you get there, once you start going multiple times, I can see that. But just one time, yeah. Going, but even even then, he might have not. It might. I don't. I don't. I don't know enough about it to even talk about it. But I mean, it could have been set up to where, you know, an island can be big enough. You got one whole side that might have shadiness, and the other side is where most people go, well, and they don't ever know. Think about how many criminals you've represented that are pedophiles. That the people who live next door to them don't know they're pedophiles. Hold on now. My clients don't go to jail. Your innocent My, clients. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. I would think, though, with that number, hopefully that number of people in high power aren't all super freaks like that. But maybe, you know, I don't know. And then there was something else that they are ignoring. What was the other thing that was a big, sort of a big deal that they're not talking about? Ukraine uh, and the tanks and these then we're China, China getting ready to potentially invade Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, I mean, it's just like two years. it's just some this constant stuff. And that you know, we've been supplying tanks and all this stuff to the Ukraine, where you know we might start having a problem. I think with our own military s- supplies because I think they're starting to run out. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a battle of attrition over there, and I would think Russia would win it, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. But my point is, they don't. They're not talking about any of that kind of stuff. Instead, we're talking about these UFOs. Well, I think it's where you look to. I mean, it's so easy now to get on an algorithm that just feeds you whatever you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you're looking for, and not. Yeah, Josh knows what's on my algorithm. Watch the news. Yes, unfortunately, every time I upload a TikTok video, I'm I'm greeted by whatever videos <laughs> Jerry watches. Josh is uh, handles my social media stuff, so he sees all of my stuff. Most of you, if you message it, a lot of times you're gonna get Josh, but. Uh, he gets to see what's on my TikTok. So. <laughs> and if not, often I'll share it with you and Justin. Yeah. Very niche interest. Yeah, it's very unique. It's very unique. <laughs> very highbrow. Highbrow. High quality. <laughs> high quality entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah but I think, I, my uh, speaking of that, that I think is another thing that people take for granted in that 
Like if you're thinking of, if you start looking at something that's sort of fringe, I shouldn't even say fringe, but just not the popular opinion or a little further right or a little further left, those algorithms send you more of that and then it's more extreme because the more extreme it is, the more you're going to watch it. And the next thing you know, you, the earth's flat. You got lizard people coming out, like these all these things that people start buying into in 2023. So, uh, uh, what would what would you be interested in talking about the uh, ancient civilization stuff? Sure. Sure. So I, I didn't want to get into it if you're not comfortable telling folks. So Malin and I do have some discussions about. The, you act like it's like a like I'm talking about like a drug habit or something. <laughs> like, well, I just I, I don't know that I I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't know that I agree. Madeline thinks that there have been, oh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you think there have been other civilizations that were nearly as advanced, some in some ways maybe more advanced than our civilization, you know, thousands of years ago that have been swept from the earth and that they've just lost in time. And, you know, other than occasionally tripping across this record or that record, we might not even know they existed. Yeah, I mean... My belief is that human beings are egocentric and that they have a need to be the most important. And so as we advance in this current time, we feel like we are the most important people that have ever existed. But there, I mean, we keep going, coming back up with ways that we're more similar to ancient civilizations than we are different. And I think that there was a point in time where the earth was inhabited throughout and there were probably just as advanced maybe it looked different you know they might not have had a computer but they might have had ways to build or ways to move things that are more sophisticated than our ways today uh, with sound or electricity or you know whatever i think what they did is they had the bigfoot people uh, the Bigfoots was all around, and they was using them to move the boulders, and then they had the hobbits, like, all stacked <laughs> up stopping it, you know? You joke, but that's a whole other set of people that think that there were giants at one point. Yeah, well, I'm There's just I'm talking about, There's actually some like, CIA documents that's claimed that some of our military got into a shootout with some giants over. I think it was well, like Iraq or me something and, uh, like that. Me and Josh have got some relatives that kind of look like Bigfoot. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I guess some big old, big old relatives. So, I mean, I've seen some guys that I I can see being mistaken as a Bigfoot. I don't know. I'm, I'm messing with you. I, I, you know, I just don't study that stuff enough to know. Like, I'm familiar with our current, uh, quote, ancient civilization track record, you know. But I do think that even now the world is big enough where there's some areas where, you know, people or things could hide or be hidden. They've even shown over time, like, it doesn't take long for, like, a jungle to reclaim uh, a mm -hmm. city or a town. Or oh yeah, something. there's all kinds of towns in the jungle that. Yeah, they just found a huge it. one. Yeah, uh, down recently. South, I think it was South America. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it was, they found the Ma a Mayan city or it something? It was huge, yeah. and they they used some kind of a satellite lidar or something. Yeah. To well, it takes way it. less time with erosion and weather weathering to have deposits of you know dirt and stuff over what's there. So if you don't live in a place like. We think, oh, well, you know, if we dig 10 feet, then we go through, you know, the last thousand years. And that's totally not the case most of most places you go to. So depending on the climate, the tundra and all that good stuff. Yeah. Talking about the TikToks, you just did a, I thought you did a good TikTok. You took some time and made a TikTok about anemia. I don't know how Josh does it. That crap is hard. It took me hours. <laughs> Look, Josh, I'm going to tell you, I got really upset and stressed that day. 
because I worked on this TikTok for like an hour and a half. First, I had to figure out how to like just put my phone in the holder to make it like not wiggle jiggle right. So that was the whole thing. And then I didn't like the way the the sound was. And, you know, I've got the strongest like southern accent ever. And uh, I, I just can't cover that up. So I was trying to, to, you know, make it flow smoothly. And I got it done. I did the editing. It took forever. And then I went to post it. And it like vanished. Yeah, like it was TikTok gone. will do that sometimes. Oh, my God. Yeah, it'll just make it go away completely. <laughs> I went to every teenager that I knew to see if they could figure out how to get it back. And then all of a sudden it was there. Yeah. So, the, one, the best thing to do usually if that happens, and I had to learn this because I freaked out a couple times, is if it goes away completely, the sounds like the thing you wouldn't want to do. But if you close the app out entirely and then go back into it, sometimes it'll then pop back up. And oh, that's yeah. what I had to do a few times. But yeah, the first couple of times it happened to me, I kind of freaked out. Um, but typically, those, the ones that you spend hours on, those are the TikToks that get like five views. And then the ones that you don't put any thought into and you just kind of throw up there get like 300,000. <laughs> yeah, no, the ones that we had blow up. I mean, the the one where uh, about the uh, uh, the ticket, the traffic ticket on the Kick and Lawyer one that we that tore, we sort of hoped that one would go uh, like some, somewhat viral. But, it, you know, the other two that we got a whole lot of traction on, we didn't even think were a big deal. One of them, I don't even up. think, I wasn't even really going to throw it up. And I was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and post this. Like, it's, it's just kind of after It's kind of random the way those algorithms work. Well, I was really doing it because I learn really well by teaching other people. And if I can teach something, I usually won't forget it. And there are, you know, some of these complex nursing concepts that, you go over nursing school, and then nobody really ever talks about it again, and they're so important to patient care. And so I was like, well, there's a couple subjects I need to learn. I'll just go ahead and TikTok it and see if it helps somebody. So. I think there's a lot of truth to that. You know, a lot of people say, see one, uh, do one, teach one. Mm -hmm. And in think about martial arts. There's a, a transition you go from your own personal skill to when you start teaching others that I think makes you better a better martial artist because then you stop making certain mistakes because you're teaching these you know not to make these mistakes so i think that's a that's a step in the evolution of being an instructor probably in anything or make you people better. ask you questions that you really haven't thought of. oh yeah well that does connect to this like this and yeah. i don't know let me go figure it out so yeah i'm excited i'm gonna do a couple of them get through anemia and see um see what else i need to do yeah well i learned about it so i don't know anything about anemia madeline usually watches my tiktoks and she was like you look like an idiot. <laughs> like, well, Jerry Mason, the kicking lawyer, just joined the club because of my comments are all his hair is terrible. Uh, you're saying the words wrong. Uh, let's see what else are the common ones. Well, it's always interesting though because the people who always say all that stuff that are always are like you're wrong are never lawyers. Like they're mm -hmm. these keyboard lawyers. You know what I well, mean? Well, you know, <laughs> and the other thing too is sometimes what they say may be right where they are. But they jurisdictionally, yeah, it's. Yeah. I don't ever, you know, I always say, you know, first of all, it's not legal advice anyway. It's for or, fun. Or they're making but, an ethical argument and not so much a legal argument. Yeah, I mean, that's a big thing that sometimes we have to deal with is, you know, ethically something may not sound right or correct, but legally it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and I guess you got to decide which way you're going on it. But, yeah. The, the TikTok's been interesting because we have, whether China, China's seen it or not, uh, China's got all our stuff, I guess. But, you know, we've got pretty good traction over there on TikTok versus YouTube, which is so odd. 
I would have thought we would have had better traction on YouTube, but we've got... Uh, YouTube's heyday was like 2011, 2012. Very limited it's traction over there on YouTube. Tick, uh, tick I don't tocks, know, because they eating their lunch, they had so. the Super Bowl. I guess we could talk about the Super Bowl. I don't know anything about it. Uh, we, we literally didn't watch, like, any of the Super Bowl. We were at the cellar when it started. The Chiefs won. And it was muted. muted. I didn't even know till the day of the Super Bowl who was playing. It's terrible. I'm Here, sure Jerry, I'll recap you. The Chiefs won. Yeah. They won in a play in... The, the last kick that they did was the point because they were real close. And then Rihanna performed at halftime. Yep, not, there was not a commercial with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez for Dunkin' Donuts, and that was about the highlight. No, uh, the Flash trailer was the highlight. Flash trailer was the highlight. Let's talk me. about that. Yeah. What did you think about the Flash trailer, Madeline? I think it was good. I don't know. I think they're just doing a lot with all these movies. Well, like, you don't see. So you're not a big nerd. Well, you 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 read the Wonder Woman's, but you're not a comic book nerd like me. So what they're doing is they're taking the Flashpoint storyline from Flash from I don't know, it was ten or fifteen years ago, where it kind of reset the whole DC universe. Uh, Flash basically like creates a time rift and destroys dimensions, and he goes into this other dimension. So they've kind of changed it a little bit. And this one, he goes to where there's another Flash. And uh, uh, instead of Superman, there's a Supergirl, which I, you know, was interesting because in the comic books, the costume she was in initially was, and I may be wrong on this, but I think it was the Superwoman costume that they show in the, the trailer. Uh, but anyway, it's Cara Danvers, Supergirl. And then uh, they Michael had the Keaton's. 1989 Michael Keaton Batman, which I'm curious if he's, ba- if he's Thomas Wayne um, like from Batman Beyond, or if he's going to be he's the exact same Batman. Bruce Wayne that he was in those first two Bruce Wayne Batman. Batman yeah, I want to know where Michelle Pfeiffer's at. Yeah, what if they're going to have her in it? Uh, I'm curious to see if that's what they do because in the Flashpoint one, it was a Thomas Wayne crossover. Thomas Wayne is Batman uh, in the alternate. Thomas Wayne is Bruce Wayne's father, and in, in that in that universe, instead of Bruce, uh, instead of Thomas Wayne dying, Bruce Wayne does, and that's why he, Thomas Wayne becomes Batman. Now, I feel like if they're going to bring back Michael Keaton, they're going to do the same thing they did in like Spider-Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. where he is going to be the exact same character he was in those first two Batman movies. You know, that'll be like a. I wonder if they're going to have Ben Affleck in there with him in scenes with him. Uh, that's what I'm curious about. I wonder. There's also a rumor that's been going around. It wasn't in the trailer, but there's a rumor that Christian Bale is also going to be in it as his Batman. Oh, like they did in Spider-Man. When yeah, the so were there. yeah, they may have a thing where toward the end of the movie you have like all you know three Batman. <laughs> but what? A, but what about George Clooney? I think that's another rumor. There's also a rumor that he's going to be in it too. So we'll we'll just have to wait and see. But I, I think it might be overkill if you have like all of them in it. But it would be cool to see. And who's the other one? Val Kilmer. Think, yeah, Kilmer was the other yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, he could be in a mask. I know he's got the he's voice got the issues. Health, health he's issues. got the voice issues or something, but yeah. he could he could be there in the outfit. That would be cool. Uh, what about uh, Adam, well, Adam West died, didn't he? Yeah, he passed mm-hmm. away. Oh, that's unfortunate. That would have been cool. Have them all together. Uh, I mean, I like that kind of stuff. I, I'm hoping that they spin this whole DC thing off and don't screw it up. I'm a little frustrated that they let Hen- Henry Cavill go. but It's odd that they let him go, and then it's like they're picking and choosing. And then they it looks like they may be keeping this Ezra kid who's playing the Flash Ezra Miller, yeah. as the fla- uh, yeah, as the Flash, but mm-hmm. yet they let the best Superman casting of all time. I don't know about that. You never know. They might just be trying to make budget for it so they can produce it. And I think Christopher Reeve is the best... Uh, Christopher Reeves was the best Superman of all time. Is it Christopher Reeve or Christopher Reeves? Because you had George Reeve, I think. No, it's I think it's George, George Reeves. I think it's George Reeves. And Christopher, and Christopher Reeves. Reeves sing, yeah, 
singular or, or no S. With no S, yeah. Uh, well, Christopher Reeve is my favorite. That's who I grew up with. I still think he epitomizes he, he's Batman. I mean, Superman. He, okay. He he's the Superman. Uh, I liked I liked um uh, uh, what's his name Henry Cavill. Cavill. I liked him. I thought he did a good job, but I really liked uh, the original Superman. My dad says George Reeves was Superman because that's who he grew up with. In the serials in the fifties and sixties, that was Superman the for him. Where he would run into the doorway and grab the pole to mm-hmm. swing into the room to make it look like he was landing from, from I like flying. It. <laughs> and then he would jump out and land on a cushion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he had the sweat stains on it and all that. Yeah. It's very real. I like it. Madeline and I started watching Smallville again. That came out in two thousand one. Um, I was a huge Smallville Smallville fan when it came out. At the time, I wasn't much older than the ones in the show and just thought it was the greatest thing ever. Um, and you watched a couple of the episodes. What did you think? I mean, it holds up. It's all right. Yeah. It's just a teeny bopper like drama thing yeah. that happens to have Superman in it. It's more about the love dynamics between several of them than it is anything. But anyway, it's worth watching. We're watching it on Hulu, but I think it's also on HBO Max with all the other DC stuff. And uh, I guess, Madeline, since we're talking about comic books, uh, you can give your uh, your opinion on Wonder Woman. Did you like the, the the last few Wonder Woman movies, the two 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 movies they did? Do you like Gail Gadot or I how do. you say She's, her name as Wonder a, Woman? I thought she did a great job with the character. She was way better than when it first got announced. Everybody was like, oh, this is not going to be good. But um, I think she was just the right amount of brains and brawn. She really pulled it off, but... Um, I don't know. The last one was not so good. No, the second one was terrible. Yeah, the first one, one <laughs> I think that first one was one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. It was very good. It put me in the mind of the Christopher Reeve uh, yeah. Superman films, like the kind of tone of it and everything. Yeah, I thought the first Wonder Woman was great. It felt, I mean, this is going to sound bad to say, but it felt like a Marvel movie. Well, it's like bad story. One. If it takes you two hours to tell a comic book story, you told it the wrong way. Like, it was just too much. The second one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, the second one was terrible. I mean, there's so much they could have done with even the Cheetah character, and it was just... And then she comes out in this, like, golden armor stuff. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Couldn't keep my attention. Yeah. But uh, I did like the whole... I mean, I like the Snyderverse stuff, but personally, but it just didn't catch on. I'm, I'm hoping that this new spin they do is going to take it in another direction and be a big positive. They, they did say that the Aquaman guy... Um, Jason Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa is returning to DC, but not as Aquaman, so everybody thinks he's going to be Lobo. Yeah, he'd be good casting for Lobo. Yeah. Do you know who Lobo is, Madeline? Mm-mm. I first got familiar with Lobo in the Superman comic book, because he was sort of like a, I think he was like an intergalactic like bounty guy? hunter. No, he's blue. It's like yeah. a big biker. Dude. Yeah, he yeah. Come, in, in the 90s, he was, late 80s, early 90s, he was like this biker-looking blue alien guy. But he's really strong. He's like a bounty hunter. Super vulgar. And real inappropriate. Yeah. Real vulgar, rude, uh, has a cigar all the time. And uh, a lot of people, but he had sort of a cult following. A lot of people liked the character. And he was real strong. His strength was, I don't know, it was as strong as Superman, but he was he was very strong and durable and stuff. But anyway, they, they're acting like uh, Lobo, uh, what's his name, is going to be Lobo. So we'll see. So... Well, anyway, we are going to, I think, uh, unless you have something else you want to tell everybody, Madeline, we can start tying it up because I know you've got big plans for Valentine's tonight, right? 
I don't know. We didn't get reservations. I don't think we're going to get in at the cellar. We're not going to be able to get in at the cellar, but we got all these big plans, right, to go spend all this time together probably on the couch. Or uh, you wanted to go for a run out in the rain. It's the middle of the week, dude. Like, I'm going to turn into bed. I was thinking it was Wednesday Wednesday earlier, and then I was like, wait a second. We do this podcast on Tuesday. It's actually Tuesday. So I was Mm -hmm. a day off. But, well, anyway, I'm thankful that you came to, to the show one more time, Madeline. You didn't say anything, I don't think, that's going to um, uh, make people hate me more, so that's good. That's good. <laughs> good news. That's what we were worried about. But but I want you to know I do love you, and I'm very thankful that we've been together for 14 years, and hopefully you'll give me, um, you know, I, like I said, this is your first marriage, so hopefully you make you can break the I've got great record. statistical probability. You not uh-huh. so much. No, no, you, you'll definitely outlive me, but my point is like, if you stay, you know, I, the divorce rate's over 50% now. Yeah, no, I'm talking about for marriage. I've got better statistical oh, probability Oh, because it's than your you. first marriage? Yeah. Uh, so the second marriage tends to not work as no. well? No. Uh, yeah, what she's saying is 100% of her marriages have been successful, only 50% oh, I see. <laughs> So you were indirectly insulting me. I no, see. I was really, so if you've been divorced before, your chances of being divorced again go up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, I don't have any intention of going anywhere. I'm, I think I'm I'm very blessed and thankful to have you. So, so thanks. That's sweet. Yeah. Well, hopefully in a year from now, another Valentine uh, Valentine's. You know, I can still say that. So we'll make that a goal. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Don't leave between now and the next Valentine. Okay. <laughs> all right. Maybe if we clean some of this up. You don't like this? I like all this oh, stuff. Okay. It's all sort of uh, Jerry Mason esque. I was just talking about how it, it looks feels kind of just cluttered. like Jerry Mason. Yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. It's just different interest things that I have that are interesting, and uh, I like it. And some of it's from guests. I've got oh, some. Really? Of, there's some stuff like yeah. Here's an album that this guy did. He brought. And I've got that coffee mug was from some of them. Um, what else? This coffee mug I think was from some. This was cool. signed by Jerry the King Lawler. Is he doing better? Yeah, they said he's. Uh, I think he's still in the hospital in Florida. But they I said didn't know he was sick. Yeah, he had started. a he had a stroke this past week. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, uh, he went to the hospital to, and everything. You need to text your friend. I'll have to text him. Doing. I didn't even know he was uh yeah. he was hurt. No, it was a big honor to me to get to meet him and interview him and talk to him because he was a childhood hero. But anyway, that's what all this crap is. So we got the the one and only mock up. Of the kicking lawyer stuffed animal with the mini pig that looks like, <laughs> looks like a, uh, I don't know. I like your Maybe face. Show your face how horrifying that is. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It looks like my sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was gonna get a bunch of these made, but they were really expensive, and then I wasn't sure about the whole pig oh, no, on my cre- leg. It's creepy. It's kind of creepy looking, and they had the pig closer to me. Initially, it was like this. <laughs> this is initially how they sent it, and I was like, uh. and then remember the first head they sent Josh. It had this Asian guy's face on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looked like an Asian guy. Yeah. I shouldn't dog on it. It was a nice little prototype there. Somebody but... in this world made that for you. They did in China. Handmade. Sure Someone probably. in China. Some kid got paid 20 cents probably to make it. Probably. I know. It's so inappropriate. I feel terrible. Anyway, maybe one day we'll clean all this up, Madeline. We got the new studio hopefully in the next few months, yeah. and we can get that going. Anyway. Well, thank you guys for watching. I hope you have a good Valentine's. Uh, as always, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe to not only the channel, but our social media platforms and podcast platforms. We're on all the stuff, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, 
Um, and then, like I said, you can find the podcast on YouTube and also wherever you listen to your podcast. Go download Inside My Head. That's next. Is Don't forget, today, the full album dropped from N.A. The Band, and you can go download Inside My Head. Is it Inside My Head? Mm-hmm. Inside My Head's the name of the album, and it's free. If you go to any Spotify, iTunes, wherever, you can get it for free. You can also go to their website or their Facebook page, and there's a link tree to help you if you don't know how to do downloads. Michelle Allen, I was talking to her the other night. She's coming by the cellar. I see her all the time. She's on the board of directors of the chamber with me. Very good, upstanding citizen, always trying to help folks out. So if you're buying, selling, renting houses, she'll help you. Otherwise, she'll help you too. Mason's Martial Arts has been open since 93. We'd be glad to help you out. Give us a holler. We're relocating to a bigger, nicer, cooler facility. Be glad to have you guys join us for some training. And uh, the Cellar Restaurant Prohibition Bar is located off Square in Covington. It is booked up today, but we are open every day at 4 p.m. There is a Sunday brunch, Friday night live music, Tuesday night trivia night. Lots of stuff going on all the time at the Cellar, so just check us out. And Masonite Digital Marketing, Josh uh, does a great job with the podcast, social media, websites, all that kind of stuff. And he likes to do uh, that kind of stuff for you. Got two more clients today. Good, good. So give him a holler. He just did a really good uh, The Bourbon Guild podcast that he posted for us. Uh, He recorded it, it posted it, all that. Uh, I thought he did a good job on that. You can check that out on the Seller Facebook page. Um, anyway, I think it's kind of cool, and it gives you some ideas of, you know, that that those type of things can really help your business. So if you have a business and you're looking for different ways to market it that's inexpensive, you know, podcasts are pretty easy. To, well, I say they're easy now. When I first started, the quality was much lower. If you want good quality ones, it can get expensive. I was going to say they're easy for you because you come in and sit in a chair. And yeah, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Well, well, I just mean like, you know, once it's set up, once I got everything in place, you and the equipment and all this stuff set up, it, yeah. it's a good, it gets easier over time. It's a good thing that's easy to market, and I think it's good for businesses to do. So the new place we're doing, the Jam Booked and Records, is going to have a full studio in it that you guys can rent. Uh, I'm assuming some people may even want to rent it re- weekly or monthly to do their own podcast in or record albums or whatever they want to do. Uh, but that's something that's coming up probably April, May of this year, sort of what we're looking at. Maybe June, just depends on when the building's ready. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next Tuesday. Keep kicking. Thanks for watching, guys. Just remember that this is not legal advice or investment advice or business advice. This is for fun and entertainment purposes only.